Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello, here I am. Welcome to the show. It's the Nikki Glaser Podcast. It is another week. Of my absence during my um, surgical recovery. I don't think that's what they call it. But you're hearing this as I am um, resting my voice. Um, this is pre-op. That's how they talk in you know doctor world. Pre-post-op. Yeah. Everything's pre and post-op. You know what I'm saying? What What's during op? op? <laughs> op. I don't know. I think it's, it's just op. the op. It's just op. But like you don't you say like we'll have that talk pre-op. We'll have that talk post-op, mm-hmm. but we don't say we'll have that talk op. Oh. You know what I mean? It's it's So it's probably yeah. durop. <laughs> Duropathy. Well, they can't really <laughs> yeah. talk to you while you're in the means, op. Yeah, you can't. Okay, f- well, You'll be maybe under. if they're like, we'll Are decide that. I'll decide that during op because he is deciding things a- during op. Have you ever been under before during an op? An op? Um. Yes, I uh, wisdom teeth, I think. And then also my ranula. What? That thing when I had a clogged tongue duct and it oh. made a big bubble. I think oh. they had to do me then too. But I think <laughs> maybe just once time. What, what about you? For your 
<laughs> I just love Asshole. that you don't know if you've been put on put under or not. You're like, I think I was put under. I don't really remember. I just it's 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 not that remarkable to me. But I know I guess yeah. it, it it is remarkable. But, but some people go under so much. I mean, people are getting surgeries all the time. You know, you, yeah, I've been I've been under twice for colonoscopy and uh, endoscopy, and I think that's both. They do both at the same time. They put a tube and they meet in the middle. I guess. <laughs> oh God! I don't know what. The- <laughs> Did you like wake up while you were under? What? Um, My sister I have, did. I had mm-hmm. weird visions of them, like rolling me over. Like I have like memories, but I don't think I woke up. But I have. Oh. What? I don't no, know. No, that's freaking was- me out. <laughs> but are you having like fake memories, Andrew? Probably yeah. fake. Probably fake. I think I was a little, <laughs> I was worried about how my dick was going to look when they were rolling me around. Oh my God. <laughs> Andrew. You were well, so, I mean- did you like try to check if there were female doctors <laughs> or anyone that was going to be a woman in the op? Room? Yeah, I made sure that everyone was blind and I was like, just good luck. <laughs> I'd rather blind people operate on me than anyone see my little dick. Someone read my dick in Braille, and they're like, "It's small. It's small." We figured it out. <laughs> oh no! No, I think I think Your uh, dick anxiety makes me so sad. <laughs> Just all the extra effort you had to go to to protect it from being seen in the world. All the things, all the hoops. Dude, I've known nurses. They do talk shit about what they see in there. Of course, they, they're they can, humans. Yeah. It's like when doctors smoke. You go, wait, doctors smoke? Nurses smoke? It's like, no, they're flawed people, too. Yeah, my dad was a cancer doctor. He's he during the a little bit after the divorce, he started smoking a little bit. Like he tried yeah. to keep it on the low. He didn't get too addicted. I mean, Obama but, smoked. I always remember that whenever I start to project too much perfection onto anyone, I'm like, Obama smoked. Everyone's yeah. flawed. Wait, your sister woke up, Noah? It. I know he did. It made me want to do it. <laughs> yeah, she. So she was getting four of her wisdom teeth removed, and uh, the doctor four. told her that that while she was um, in the procedure, he like asked the nurses to hand him like forceps or something, and all of a sudden she like raises her hand and like <gasps> tries to hand him something. No. <laughs> That is okay. Well, it's terrifying. I cannot wake up during this because it's. You're I like just scalpel. don't understand how you don't have pain when you're sleeping. You know, like or know. it must it must sedate your nerves in some way because you would be like you know when you're sleeping and I do something pain, like I would cut you. You would wake up. You know, it's different than sleep for sure. I'm yeah. sure. There are anesthesiologists listening, being like, "This is boring." Like, I'll tell you exactly. It reminds me of uh, Norm Macdonald's bit about his, you know, dying from a heart attack. And he died in his sleep. He didn't feel anything. It's like I know. It's like they definitely do wake up. (laughs) (laughs) Ah! (laughs) Maybe. Yeah, it's not just like. They found him dead on the floor. I think he'd rather be alive in bed or what was I forget what the joke was, but yeah, it just yeah, everyone always goes he died in his sleep. I it's know. fine. It wasn't a, a a thrashing fighting death <laughs> off in the, beneath the covers and like just screaming in bed, but as long as you were just horizontal when you did it and there was a pillow nearby. Yeah, I've woken up was, from a, a a calf cramp, you know, not oh, even a bad whoa. one. Or like restless de- uh, legs dead syndrome. <laughs> restless dead syndrome. Restless dick syndrome. <laughs> Wake up! <laughs> oh my god, restless leg. 
Not fun. Oh, fuck. My neck is still doing it. I'm still suffering that little, what do you call it? A crick in your neck? Yeah, a crick. Mm. Wait, what do you, post-crick? Po- I'm post-crick. I thought I was post-crick, but it's still going. Too much. <laughs> Where are you right on now, planes. by the I'm way? In Boston. Are you in I'm London? I'm in Boston. No, oh. I'm in Boston. Um, I got here last night um, at like, it's what is it? It's noon or something like that now. Noon 15. And then um, got in last night at um, 11. No, 10. 30, so who cares? And then um, I hate when people are like, <laughs> up exact about time. Yeah, so literally, they break it down. Who cares? And li- also, you're hearing this like two weeks later. Um, but it's wild because no, I don't but know seriously, what time. What time, what time was it though? Like exactly I landed now. at 10.30 p.m. <laughs> okay, from cool, London. Cool. And I was yeah, in London whoa. for, um, <laughs> you know, I landed in London on <laughs> Monday morning in London time. And then... Um, I how left was London. Surpri- was it a surprise? Yeah, I surprised surprise. Chris. How so did, I went to how London. Did that go? Well, people need to know what it was because no one knows what it was first. So, you know, I know you know what it was, but do you? No, I don't know okay. what it was. I'm pre pre no. Pre. Okay, so it's Chris's birthday, and he was going over to Iceland with his friends. To um, to bike ride. Chris is my boyfriend. If you're just learning this, if you're if you're pre pre Chris, um, he was over there with his friends, cycling through Iceland for fucking nine days or something insane. And then they went to London at the end of it. I have a stain on my shirt to just like hang out and um, and then it was his birthday on the fifth, and I was supposed to go out to London to meet them afterwards, just to hang out all week in London. But then I had to get surgery, so then I was like, I can't go to London. I'm sorry, and he was totally understanding, and it was just kind of a bummer though, because we were really looking forward to being over there together at the end of his trip when we had not seen each other for so long. It would just been nice. And what he didn't know was that I still planned on going, but I was only going to go for one day. Um, which is something that he has often done for surprises for people. Like he once flew to Australia for less than 24 hours to go to someone's wedding and like flew 24 hours to be there for 12 hours and then flew back just for, to surprise someone at their wedding. So it's like in his playbook of things to do. And so mm. I, and I was more than happy to do it cause it was so fun and he didn't see it coming at all. And he was totally fine with me not going and obviously so like, didn't care at all but was like you know we were both like longing for each other pretty heavily um i think like an arduous bike trip made him just like I, we just like got closer during this time apart it was just sweet and i could tell that it was like it was bumming me out so much to pretend that i wasn't going because all day when I am I'm in London at 11 a.m. He's not getting in until 10 p.m. So all day he's traveling from Iceland to London and it is his birthday in the States. He knows I'm awake and during that time and I can't talk to him. I like called him from the airport in Chicago on my layover, um, which was midnight his time on his birthday. And I like put a bunch of blankets over my head in the lounge because it is so hard to get anywhere quiet in an airport that doesn't sound like an airport. So I like get into the I go in my layover like I have a little bit of time and I go with the American Airlines lounge so I can have peace and quiet. I put a bunch of fucking blankets and, um, you know, scarf and a jacket over my head to make a little sound booth to be like, I am in bed. I'm just thinking about you on your birthday. <laughs> you know, and he didn't pick up. So that was failed. Then I sent him a text and then I am flying and 
I fly over there and I land and um, I'm texting him all day. But I, I get him to my hotel and I just slept all day. I was going to like go explore London, but I was so tired. I landed in the morning in London. I went to my hotel and I slept until 7 p.m. And then the surprise was supposed to happen at, um, I was supposed to be there at like 9 o'clock at the place for the surprise. And so his I friends had knew? to... His friends knew. So I arranged it with his okay. friend Hamish Blake, who is of uh, Hamish and Andy, which I've told people to go watch. So Hamish knew and um, his friends also knew, but Hamish was my, you know, mm-hmm. contact. And so I'm texting with Hamish and he was like, okay, the plan is, so my, I came up with this plan. For a while we were like, oh, I'll just show up at a dinner or I'll like, I don't know. I've done different surprises before. I think the last time I did it was, how did I surprise him the last time? I think I, um, God, I can't remember it for some reason, but I just like show up different places and then it's always funny. But this time I was like, it's his birthday. Have the guys take him to a strip club, get him in a room, buy him a lap dance, get him in a room alone, have him blindfolded. And then I will come in and in a private room where there's not like anyone can see and I'll like dress like a stripper and come in and like give him a lap dance or whatever. And then, so that was the plan. But I didn't have any stripper clothes. And I tried to order some on Amazon. They are probably arriving now because it was so back ordered. So I had no slut wear. And I don't really have any in my own possession. I have like some stuff that I've gotten, but it like doesn't fit right. And it's not even cute. And so I had planned to go shopping in London during the day to buy a stripper outfit. I bought like, stri- I, I have stripper heels. And I had those, but I had like no sexy underwear, I had nothing. So I'm like, oh no. And it's seven o'clock. I slept way too late. So I go out and I'm, you know, I went down to Harrods, which is like Neiman Marcus of London. And I'm at like La Perla and a bra is like $400. So I'm like, there's no yeah. way I'm spending like this is disgusting. So then I go to Zara and I'm just like combing through Zara trying to find any slut wear there's hardly any but I found a couple things um, I went in once and I was like this is bullshit and then I tried to get a taxi to go to the sex shop across town and then I couldn't get a taxi so I go okay I'm going back in Zara I gotta make something work and then I found stuff in Zara so then I go back I'm getting ready they are like texting me like we're on the way to the hotel I'm staying at the same hotel they're staying at so I can't risk leaving the hotel like what if Chris decides to like go make a call in the hallway or something and then I see him so I have to leave before they get to the hotel so I get in an Uber minutes before they get to the hotel I go I go to the strip club Platinum Lace it's in like um, does the strip club know you're coming I don't know some area of town okay so they Hamish said that his friend one of the guys called some guy that the manager said we were going to have a VIP <laughs> section, but no, they did not. I get there and it's not clear. So I go inside and I just find a dancer and I say to her, I'm like, hey, I have this idea. And then she loved it. And I was like, okay, so like, I think it's best to find like, I had adjusted the plan by then. I was like, okay, I think the best plan, because if he gets blindfolded, he might be like, are they going to rob me or something? Like, it just, the blindfold is going to make it either too suspicious, he'll think it's me because it's like so obviously a surprise, or he's going to be like scared. So I said, I think it's best if there are so many strippers that he can't really tell me from out of the pack. And I brought, bought a wig also. So I said, get 
I think three girls. I'll buy a, him a dance. As soon as he walks in with his friends, you guys go, Chris, birthday boy. I'll tell Hamish ahead of time that it seems like they called ahead of time to be like, Chris is the birthday boy. Grab him immediately. So the girls act like the boys have called ahead. And so as soon as I go wait in the bathroom, I get changed. I came in in a dress that I thought was like good. And then the girls were like, what did you bring to wear? And I was like, oh, this. Yes. And I was like, but I have some extra stuff. Then they're like, no, put that on. So I put on this other outfit that was a little bit sluttier. Portman in that movie Closer. Um, like it's yeah. a pink wig. Like it felt so, and immediately I was like, stripper vibes like i felt so powerful i felt so sexy it was so fun and so then i go out and they're like go girl it you got so it funny <laughs> if you stopped and did like four dances and made a quick two grand <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like on the way over there <laughs> i honestly if his friends wouldn't have been there i would have it was because they weren't even dancing they were just like moving like this they were yeah. just like back and forth like going up and down the pole like just like with yeah. their backs up against the pole like going up and down like there was no like acrobatics going on I so love then the girls helped you such like girl yeah power. they loved it it's so, like it was three it was like the little it was like the view we were around a table the three of us <laughs> talking about boys and talking about the business and talking about like surprising <laughs> and they were all at first like is he gonna like be mad that you're there like are you going to like what like we get topless and like what if he like has a you they were kind of like what if he's turned on by us and like are you good and i was like oh no i'm into all this and they're like oh okay okay <laughs> like i'm like clearly like this is they were like is he gonna be really embarrassed that he gets caught and i was like no 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 this is like our thing <laughs> and so i was like no i love this stuff i was like and i even asked them i was like so um so after you guys so then I, my plan was they three of them would give him a lap dance and then I would just come in like another girl that was just like what are you guys up to and then just come in and then uh, I don't even know what I was gonna do after that like I was like I'll probably just go like hey, it's Nikki please just know it's me and so <laughs> rip off my wig and be like ah do a jig and um <laughs> yeah give him a noogie yeah honestly gotcha, I, it's so awkward for me to like be around because these strippers are so intimidating because they're so sexy and so like feminine yeah. and like I just felt like a little bit klutzy um being there <laughs> and older you know I'm probably at least seven years older than them i think the, they're probably 30 at most so i guess eight years older than them 38 and so um <laughs> it's england and so, it's london time. yeah and and i was like practicing like oh what are you guys doing in here what's going on <laughs> who's the birthday boy is this the bo birthday boy does he need his chimney swept and so <laughs> They were laughing because so I was if like, if I was blindfolded, I'd be like, "Who's making porridge? <laughs> like, what kind of crazy woman?" Is <laughs> I have like one two. Does anyone need porridge? <laughs> it's like the girl from Ladies of Rob is like, like one of the witches from Macbeth. <laughs> um, I just yeah, I'm straddling a broomstick. So I no, dude, this is a badass elaborate thing. I can't. I'm so uh, I'm on the edge of my seat. So literally. okay, like this is ridiculous. Then um, so I really wanted it in his mind. The best, the best. If you're doing a surprise, the best way to do it is to eliminate, especially with a guy that I've done surprises with before. Like he knows that I have nothing to do on this Monday. Like it is possible for me to do this. I don't think in his wildest dreams that but you were in L.A. You were in was, L.A. No, I like, was in Vegas. So, so I was in L.A. for a week. Week and a well, half, still, and then I was in still, Vegas the night before. Then all day on Sunday, eleven hours away from London. I mean, yeah. I was in LA. I was in LA. Then Vegas on Friday night. Saturday, I I got in at 
I had a flight at 7 a.m. out of Vegas all day. I tapped, taped with Graham Bensinger, which is going to be airing. Um, oh, shit. I forgot all about that. Wherever too. you are. So I taped from I get in. I land in St. Louis on Saturday after the show in Vegas on Friday <laughs> night. Thank you, besties, for coming out. And then I film all day until 10 p.m. with Graham. I do a set that night. It's like all day long in my apartment co- film crew. And then Sunday morning, I wake up and start getting ready. And then I leave Sunday night. So yeah, it was a busy time. But so to eliminate any any questionable doubt that he had that I maybe was gonna be there or wasn't gonna be there, I um I decided to meet up with a friend of his that he would think I have no way of contacting, like a friend that I know through Chris, but who I don't even follow on Instagram, like and so but he lives near me. So this guy Pat. Niehoff, one of Chris's <laughs> friends, lives near me. So I contacted Chris's brother. I got Pat's number and I said, Pat, will you meet up with me today? This was Sunday before I left, like an hour before I left for the airport. I go, meet up with me. Let's take a picture together like we just ran into each other. And then tomorrow I will send this and I will send it to him four o'clock our time, which will be an uh, like 30 minutes before he sees me at the strip club. So 30 minutes before Chris sees me at the strip club, I send him a selfie being like, I just ran into Pat on the street. Then I text Pat to text Chris. I just ran into Nikki. I heard it was your birthday. Oh Happy God. birthday. So Chris wow. has placed in his mind, I am so in St. Louis, Pat and me. Yes. And he would never in, his, in a million years think that Pat and I coordinated that because Pat and I don't even have each other's info through multiple parties it would take. So... I have covered my bases so steadily with this. So then, um, also, just because Chris would have gone, I wouldn't see Chris until 11 p.m. on his birthday, I know that he would be a little bit suspicious that I haven't given him any kind of gift before that. Like, it would just seem weird that I've just totally missed it. So I wrote him texts all day being like, I love you so much. We're going to celebrate in Boston, because he was coming here for my surgery. I um, There was this picture that was taken in... Um, during his Iceland trip, they had like a, a professional outdoor photographer, like National Geographic style, taking pictures. And there's this one close up of Chris's face, and he looks so rugged, so handsome, really like portrait style close up. So, I at first, when I saw this picture like a week and a half ago, I was like, God, that's National Geographic. Like, that is so, like, that is like amazing. It's, it's a picture I keep like looking at and like kissing because it lo- it's so close up, it looks like he's like right next to me. Uh, I do a Halsey, you know, what you used to kiss your phone yeah. on Halsey's face. And so I mm-hmm. wrote a guy that makes posters for comedians and like has done a bunch of graphic art based on on um, like different shows. Like he'll take shows and re- remake them. So I wrote him and I was like, will you do a National Geographic cover, but have it say sexiest man alive? like People Magazine style. And so he made this amazing cover and I wrote all these funny <laughs> captions that was like, let me just read it really quick and I'll I'll send it to you Noah to post so we can have it on our socials um, so people okay. can see it but it's so well done and this was like this was enough to give him like okay it's a little present before I get there it says Chris Convy sexiest man alive special report do you see ah, this that's <laughs> great yeah. sexiest man alive he looks like uh, an explorer yeah he looks like it's Magellan black and white. or something. It has like a, an Icelandic scarf on. He looks like serious. It says, the sexy issue with special guest editor Nikki Glazer, Chris Convy, sexiest man alive. Special report, how one man's voyage to Iceland accelerated glacial melt. And then there's a quote. It says, <laughs> from the president of Iceland, Gundi Thorlacius Johansson. It says, yes. you can't bring Johansson. that kind of hotness up here without dire consequences. That being said, we'd love to have him back. Hubba hubba. And so um, <laughs> I said that to him. 
and um <laughs> he melts and the whole so i send that to him literally 15 minutes before i see him and i go do you have two minutes to look at this present this is all i have right now before i go to you know to sleep and or i'm sure you're going to sleep soon i hope you have such a fun night for your birthday i said that to him he's in the cab on the way over texting me i'm in the bathroom of the strip club and he's like oh my god this is hilarious i miss you so much i wish you were here and i'll tell you the rest when we get back from break Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, the weather is getting a lot warmer, and so your wardrobe probably needs an update. I know mine does, and it's so hard when you want to buy new stuff because you want it to last a long time, you want it to look really good, and you want it to like stand the test of time in terms of like fashion. At least that's what I want. And so that's why I love Quince, because Quince is all about effortless fashion that looks chic and timeless year-round. I'm talking premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. Washable silk top. They have so many chic jewelry pieces like these globe boho hoops. I love those. You could just blindly click and end up with such wardrobe essentials. They're not wasting your time at Quince. I love the Quince um, dress I got. I'm trying to find it because I want to say the exact name of it, but it's like this long sleeve dress, but it's like a midi skirt. It's so cute. It's like silky feeling. It's just, I've told you about it before. Okay, there's so much cute stuff on here. I got to go and get back to the podcast, but you know what to do. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Nikki for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E Quince.com slash Nikki to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Nikki. Oh my God, you guys. I'm so excited that Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast because they have like all of my favorite clips on Instagram Reels. I'm constantly discovering new comedians from these clips. And I always like, how do you even go to these shows? Where are they happening? Well, now I know because I have the information right here. You can go to one of these shows. Don't Tell Comedy are putting on the coolest comedy shows in the country. This isn't like a comedy club. This isn't a theater. These are small, unique venues like on rooftops, backyards, art galleries. If you're looking for a fun night out in your town, which it's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in LA and now they're all over the country, 150 cities in Canada, the US and the UK. Don't Tell Comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do. You're going to see amazing new comedians. You're going to see pop-ins from famous comedians. You've seen the clips online. Be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me, guys. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com and then use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. 20% off. That's freaking good. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So I'm in the strip club, in the bathroom, awaiting their arrival. I know they're 10 minutes away because I was staying at the hotel. Hamish writes me and goes, we're leaving right now. They're leaving late because Chris is a little depressed, I come to find out. He's just like tired from the trip. He, he misses his girlfriend. It's his birthday. He just doesn't. He's just like feeling a little bit like slowed down. And I can tell from the text, like it really honestly broke my heart because I could just tell he was like, he was just being, it's really cute when guys, if you're a guy out there in a relationship with a woman, I don't know if this is for everyone, but there's something really sweet when a guy gets like a little bit tired or a little bit like sad and just like, it's kind of like just miss you and just is kind of like pouty about like i just want to be with you like it was just there was a longing for me that i really enjoyed but it also made me sad because i was like oh he thinks i'm not gonna be there and he's like he just needs his girlfriend right now and he's just feeling sad and so i'm waiting in this bathroom and then i (laughs) hamish writes me and goes we're outside he goes, John, one of the guys who is part of the plan and knows what's going on, just decided to go to the ATM. We're already late. He was like, come on, John. He was like, John knows the plan. I don't know what he's doing. So then John has to go to an ATM. It takes forever. I'm still waiting in the stall. John's like, I got to take out um, like my kid's savings to just for the for the, the prank. Like, oh, yeah. I, it's not for me. It's not for me. It's for like... I want Chris to make sure this is real, so I'm going to cheat on my wife. Shout and, out yeah, and to John, who did lend me $200 to pay off the strippers because I didn't have enough cash because I got fucked over from my cash exchange in London. I gave them $400. The exchange rate is $0.86 cents to the dollar, and I got back $246 for a $400 exchange. So I got fucked, and I didn't realize it till I was a block away, and I looked at my cash. Um, so anyway, thank, shout out to John. Thank you for stopping at that ATM. And he didn't let me pay him back, so that was really nice of him. So then I go, I'm waiting, and then, so Hamish goes, we're inside. And I'm like, yes! And I knew these girls are going to grab Chris right away. So I am waiting in the stall. And by the way, they wouldn't even let me, the management and the strippers like weren't, ta- weren't in connection and the security, they weren't in cahoots. Yeah. Oh, by the way, before this happens... I go. I say to the strippers when we're at the table, and I hate to call them strippers if that's not a nice word, but I like that word. Um, and if you don't, I totally will not use it. But for now, I'm going to use strippers. So the exotic dancer strippers and I are talking at the table, and I go, <laughs> so after I walk in, you guys, I don't know, maybe we'll dance a little bit together. I don't know, maybe we'll giggle, whatever. But then you guys beat it, and then I, I was like, can I like blow them or whatever? I said something like that, and I was like, and they go, oh, no. Um, mm, well, there is a room... It's $2,000 for that room and there's no cameras. And I'm like, no thanks. I'll just go back to my hotel room that I'm probably already paying that amount for too. Can I pay more for more cameras? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I'm like, less cameras makes it sexier. I'm confused. So they were like, no. And by the Uh, way, the rules are different here in, in the UK or I guess in London for strip clubs. And I go, what do you mean? And they're like lap dances. Get this, lap dances in London. No touching. What? Yeah. What 
is the point of a lap dance in a private, they have private rooms all over the place. They're like, they can use this private room, this one, this one's $400, this one's $600. And then you go in and the women just take off their top and dance for you just at a closer proximity. No grinding? No, no touching at all. No, on your lap. Oh. You can't touch them. They can't touch you. There's no touching. They just dance in front of you, Andrew. Have you ever heard of anything? Is this like post-COVID? No. This is... This is <laughs> no, I've heard of like strip clubs where they'll... They can... You just can't touch them. Like a yes, lot of Yes, I've heard of that. Can't you them. can't touch them. But that Were kind they of fully even topless falls... Or they have ta- they, did, no, did fully they have topless, nipple, uh, but they cannot... Covers? That means they, they cannot get on your... There's no lap. This is a... Yeah. A dance. This is just a dance that's not on a stage, and it costs you four hundred dollars <laughs> more to have them on the on sea level. And he's gonna know it's you if you grind. He's gonna be like, "Wait, this girl is bad. So this girl's really." Good. When I heard that, I go, "I had already paid them my portion <laughs> yeah, of the money yeah. that I was gonna give them the rest later." And so I would have just said, "Let me just pretend to be a cocktail waitress then. Like, let me just get them in the VIP area and walk in and be like, what do you boys need?'" Like, that's the same thing this is gonna be because I can't. You're not. You guys can't touch them. What I wanted it to be was like, you know, we are a a couple that talks about like you know, fun stuff. And I wanted to walk in with him having all these girls on him, touching him, like like him kind yes. of entranced. I wanted that. So it was pointless to me after I found out they're just, he's going to a dance recital, essentially. Like, who can't? Like, I just like put him in a room with dance. a laptop and have like him watching Hustlers. It, it was like, what is going on here? And then you come in dressed like a computer? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Hey, hello. Who wants drinks? <laughs> <laughs> That's our role play. If your if your boyfriend's addicted to porn, just dress up like a laptop. Just <laughs> oh, <it is. laughs> him. Dress up like a pop up sure window. It, make live sure it's Jasmine. a skinny razor one. Oh yeah. Um, um, I love the idea too of him texting you because he was so sad because he yeah. missed you, and then he goes to strip club. He's like, I don't know, like. I feel good now. Like he did not. Like you're want seen it. it in real time. <laughs> no offense to Holly, uh, Cassandra, and uh, Crystal, who, by the way, I also talked to them about how they figured out their names because I was like, "Oh, I'm trying to become a pop star, and I'm gonna make a name for myself, and it's so fun because you get to like name yourself." And they were talking to me about how they came up with it, and one girl was like, "Oh, I just had a crush on this girl." all of grade school so i just named myself her name and then another girl was like i just googled top 10 stripper names and i picked one and then another girl was like i think it's just my name so then um <laughs> so then so she I've, thinks it's her name. i'm in the bathroom like why did i just waste all this money whatever who cares it's gonna be fun are you anxious at all during um, all well this? i did send I'll, like- I'll play a thing that i sent um the group chat for my girlfriends and you can kind of see me in the bathroom waiting. I am in a strip club um, bathroom and Chris is about to arrive and I don't even know what the plan is but I'm here and we're doing it. Okay, so that was me. I was ner- I was a little bit nervous. Very closer. Very closer. Like exactly like, like Natalie yeah. Portman closer. Yeah. Okay, so I am in there and just like kind of I, I'm not freaking out because 
I already <laughs> paraded around in it in the club, and I kind of felt like, oh, I'm just like one of the gals. Even though the gals are wearing like thong lingerie, like Wait, they're if you were walking out. around the club, were you getting solicited by men for lap dances? There was no men there yet. Like it was kind oh, of like so dead. Early. still early. Okay, yeah, it was too early already. Um, but I have been to a strip club before where I dressed normally, and I got groped by a man once. That was an old man, oh, and yeah. he thought I was a stripper. So it was kind of flattering, but also like, what the fuck, dude? Um, but I could have. I literally was like, oh, I. there's no difference between me. I just watched the J-Lo documentary about her in that movie, Hustlers. And she plays a stripper in that. And I'm like, this is just, there's no, there's nothing wrong with what I'm doing. I'm just playing a character. Like, I could do this. And it was really fun and exhilarating to dress that suggestively. And it was empowering because these girls are walking around naked without a, a care in the world. Like, not naked, but, you know, in lingerie. Just, and it's no different than being at the pool. Let me just be honest. Like, there's no difference between what these girls are wearing and what you see at a, you know, especially in Miami on the beach. So I am waiting in the bathroom and then Hamish texts me two minutes after they say they've arrived. He texts me, there's been a kerfuffle and I'm Googling kerfuffle because Hamish is a, um, Hamish is so funny. Let me just read some of these texts um, with him. Like Hamish Blake is, I think the funniest man alive. I I just might say this. Um, so he says, Hey Glazy, it's Hamish here from Australia and soon Iceland. I hear whispers. You could join us in London. This would be a giant cherry yet still perfectly proportioned and looks great in any kind of outfit cherry on the trip. He said, are we secret squirreling this? What can I do to help? I said, okay, I know it's a crazy idea and maybe two out there, but my ideal surprise would be for him to go to a strip club and get a lap dance in a dark room alone. And I show up. You you think that could happen? (laughs) I feel like it's something he'd be down to do on his birthday. He said, I am with Hato right now. Hato is one of the guys on the trip. And if our giggles and screams and yelling are anything to go by, I'd say now we've calmed down in a new, in a cool nonchalant voice. Yeah, whatever, babe. Sounds cool. So funny. <laughs> yes to this. It will be a real slog for Hato and I, but I guess theore- re- theoretically we could start investigating London's best strip clubs. And so then he gets back to me and he's like, okay. He goes, secret squirrel. Hato has a friend who is a BLL, bleeding local Londoner, and he tells us Platinum Lace is the kind of place we should go to pull off your surprise. I'm not sure how we're going to pull this off since you really can't rock up and walk up and be like, I'm on tonight. But if... But in my vision, you are already at the club in a false mustache reading the newspaper. We exchange discreet <laughs> nods when we walk in. I organize a lovely lady to take Chris somewhere and word her up. More discreet nods are had. You slink in. Surprise executed. You guys kiss. Confetti falls from the ceiling. Some other guy sees the kids. Some other guy sees this and thinks you're allowed to kiss the girls. A fight breaks out. Some genuine London bobbies are called. We take off their helmets and bongo, Chris's favorite song. The cops are too impressed to be angry. We're made honorary dukes and duchesses. Scene. Thoughts? And so um, <laughs> later on he goes, hey Nick, are we still good to go for Operation Dancer in the Dark? I think we have everything settled at the end. Same mm-hmm. venue. I think we'll be getting there maybe at 10. And then he, he goes in and he goes, um, Operation Update. You're on Mazin's list. So say something like, I'm with Mazin in English. Should be a great way to get clear access. <laughs> then you can get in before us and set up and lay low. Heck, get a few dances and close some deals with business associates. <laughs> and then he writes, the Eagles have landed. And then, uh, so we're in there and he goes, um, and we're texting back and forth about like, oh, what's what's going to happen? Um, Chris just walked in the room, by the way. Chris, I'm reading my exchange, my messages. You want to say hi? Oh, come on. Say hi. Hey, hey everybody. Uh, we're, we're, I'm in the middle. Of hey, Chris. 
I'm just looking. Oh, you're just looking. Okay, he's trying to help me plug in my stuff. I think I'm good for now. Wait, let's see how much time I have. <laughs> <laughs> let's just go until it's just so I can finish the story. Babe, you're the best. Thank you so much. But seriously, get the get the fuck out of here. <laughs> just kidding. Um, he goes, you're so close, Raven. That's your code name, by the way. And so he's just, it's so fun oh, that's to a co- good name. coordinate with him. Um, I said, okay, so it's two of them. They will approach you guys like you have called ahead and arranged it. Crystal and Holly. They know it's the birthday boy's name is Chris. He said, Crystal and Holly, welcome to the code name game. You're, extent, you're outstanding. This is wonderful. And he says, Copy that, Raven. He calls me Raven. We are in the lobby waiting for SeaWorld, which is Chris, and Vaughn trying not to hurry him to the point of suspicion, but also, you know, kind of hurrying him. And I said, just let him know you guys have something planned. Just hurry him up. And he goes, okay. Um, I like when someone has a nickname and the other one is just their real name. It's like the strippers. <laughs> so then. It's like, it's like T-Pain and Jeff. <laughs> uh, I, got, I got a little lazy in the second half of that. <laughs> It's hard to nickname everyone. <laughs> it really is. Especially when there's like 15 people involved. Yeah, so go ahead. Sorry. So he goes, now we have the money. So he goes, we are outside. Then John decided to go to the ATM. And he knows the plan. John. And I said, okay, I have service in here because I'm in the bathroom. And then I hooked up to a hotel, local hotel's Wi-Fi because before I was got nothing in there. And by the way, this I'm sorry this is so disjointed, but I'm in the bathroom because they will not let me. Security won't let me sit in an area by myself where I could be watching, but like not be seen. And my wig is too mm-hmm. much like my own hair. Like I kind of brought bought the wig as um, oh, so I bought a bunch of wigs off Amazon just to figure out while I'm in the silent mode to figure out like my character with my pop star character. So I bought a bunch of wigs, but I didn't want to bring buy a dark wig because I'm just not feeling like my character's gonna have dark hair. Even though that would have been the perfect wig for this because it looks so much not like me. So anyway, I'm in a wig that kind of looks like me, so I don't want to be too um, conspicuous. Yes, conspicuous. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to hide out, and then as soon as I go in this little back section, and I'm not in like the back areas, I'm just like in a, a little booth by myself, security comes up to me and is like, you need to get out of here. And I was like, you can't be here. What are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I have like a thing I'm surprising my boyfriend. No sense of humor. They don't want to play. They're like, no, get out of here. And I go, fine, I'll go to the bathroom and hide. Like, you can't get me in there. So I go in the bathroom. And by the way, the strippers say to me, um, the second you come in the room and kick us out, and you, first of all, you can't do anything with him physical. And I go, but he's, you know, what if we were boyfriend and girlfriend and just mm. came in the club? And they're like, well, the security doesn't know that. You're dressed like this. They're going to think you're a dancer. And I go, tell them I'm not and that I can kiss him. And they're like, they're, the second they see you kiss him, they're going to pounce on you. I'm like, well, then fine. I don't care, you know? But I'm also like, why can't they? For some reason, the girls and the security and the management are not connected. Like, there is no... And the girls also all of a sudden stumble upon this problem where they're like, wait a second. What if as soon as these guys walk in, we've already worked out with Nikki or whatever my name is, that um, Raven, that I... um, They've worked out that I'm. they're going to grab Chris right away and then all of a sudden it dawns on them and they go, but what if the other girls get mad because it looks like we're like just like scooping it in too quickly and i'm like tell mm. the other girls i picked you and that we planned this and they're like um no like it was so the politics of a strip club kind of emerged Whoa. as just seedy and like not being able to communicate with each other and everyone's out for themselves it's like kind of like the serengeti like it's just every man for themselves and so i'm in the bathroom then hamish types in after he goes okay we now have the money heading back into this. There's a kerfuffle. Yes. Um, he goes, we have the money. Now heading back over the road to this little inconspicuous little mom and pop strip club. 
I said, so the management doesn't know the plan. It's like the girls felt we are telling them. So once I reveal myself, I can't touch him or do a private dance because there's no, no touching rule here, even for lap dances. And there are cameras in the private rooms. So it's going to be a real qu quick reveal. And there's no point for me to be dressed like a stripper because I can't even touch him. He says, we're here. And then seconds later, he says, here at 550. Um, 5.52 I mean this is so this, early this, for well no it's 11 o'clock there but then oh, for some reason it converted oh. to this time so it's 5.50 gotcha. in Boston um, <laughs> he goes there seems to be a kerfuffle dot 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 and I'm uh -oh. like yeah uh oh like there's problems because the security is like there's a girl hiding in the bathroom at this point I'm in the bathroom for 20 minutes and I'm guessing they've noticed and they're like this mysterious girl that like was giving us trouble already <laughs> and talking <laughs> to the strippers and plotting <laughs> yes and so and I'm waiting. There's no one coming into the bathroom because it's a woman's bathroom at a strip club. It's the safest place. To, it's like, honestly, if you want to go record yeah. a podcast, that's Take a sound a shit. booth. Yeah. Go there. Yeah. And so he says, and then I Google kerfuffle because Hamish has such a grasp on the language. I'm like, I know what a kerfuffle is, but what is his definition of it? And it says like, you know, a, like a fight, a confused, like, you know, a, I forget the definition, but I was like, oh no. So then there's a kerfuffle. Fight over truffles. And then yeah. I write, fight yeah. Truffles. <laughs> and then he go i go at 552 there seems to be a kerfuffle 554 what's going on did we get made that's what i say i say made as in and it took me a while to come up with that word uh, because i'm like there's a word that means like when the gig is jig is up you know and i said yeah and then at so 554 what's going on did we get made that's two minutes after he says kerfuffle that it's 602 i write i hear nothing i'm assuming all hell has broken loose i'm in the bathroom still awaiting any intel then at 6.07, I get a message that says, go, go, go. But by the way, it did not deliver at 6.07. It was sent at 6.07. I was in oh, there God. from 6.02 until... Chris boner for a while now. Yes. So now I am <laughs> yes. in there from 6.02 until 6.20 when the one of the strippers, no. one of the three, Holly, Ugh. runs into the bathroom and goes, "It's we're almost done because I said the, t the, 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 the amount of dance I paid for is 10 minutes and I'm supposed to come yeah. in. I wanted to come in at, at about eight minutes, but once I found out they don't touch Ugh. them, I was like, I'll come in at two minutes. I mean, like, who cares it doesn't matter and, yeah. I, and i and i said two minutes because i did not want chris to have to sit there and like humor these girls who are just dancing for him like it's just so embarrassing yeah. like he would just be so so i run out this is tw i'm in the bathroom for 25 minutes now the he hamish said go at 607 i am running out uh 13 minutes later so these girls have given an extra long strip dance which i t tipped with someone else's money later on extra so i john so i run out Hamish is there. I throw Hamish my bag. I run across the room following Holly. <laughs> Holly, I hear, I hear, see her slip into the curtain and I hear Chris go, oh, where did you go? You're just taking off. Like he's just trying to make small talk. And I peer inside and I notice that all the girls are topless. And before they weren't. And I'm like, oh, I forgot about the topless part. And so I quickly just like pull up my top up to my like, I didn't even take it off. I just put it up to my like neck so I can be topless too, you know? And I peel back the curtain and I walk in and I'm like, uh, and, and, and then Chris goes, well, hello, who is this? And I'm just like quiet and I just kind of like stare at him and like just like, and he goes, oh my and he gets God. up and he goes, Hi, what's your name? I'm Chris. And I go, and he's like so polite. It's so sweet. He was like, hi, what's your name? I'm Chris. And he's just being like, I know exactly. Wait, are you, your tits are fully out right now? Yes. So I just pulled it. Like, I quickly that? just pulled it up. Is there top. anyone else in the room? The two it's just other you girls. and the strippers and Chris? Yeah, it's just, okay, it's okay. just Chris. Sorry, like right ahead. before go, I walked go, in, go. it's like a, um, yeah. you know, it's like a uh, curtain partition. 
You know, it's like the okay. curtain off. So yeah. I, I peer in and I see their topless and I go, oh, fuck, I forgot the topless you? part. So he goes, hi, I'm Chris. Nice to meet you. Puts out his hand and he gets up from the couch. <laughs> and I go, we're not allowed to touch you, sir. Not even on the hand. But I, I go, my name's Nikki. And he goes, hi, Nick. Oh, my God. And then he <laughs> screams and he just like scoops me up and we fall onto the couch and he's just like oh my god oh my god and we are running and then the girls are just like clapping they're so excited because they were in on it they were just like oh my god like they were so happy and like so excited they were like we didn't we were like stalling and i go i was in the bathroom i didn't get any reception and chris is like i we can't believe it you i can't believe this what what is happening <laughs> what is happening and he was just so freaking cute and so happy it was so adorable it was the best like he cannot get over how much the surprise meant to him, but I can't get over how much his reaction meant to me because of course I knew he was going to have a good response, but it was so sweet. I I know that women understand what I'm talking about and, and, and men in relationships too with men. Like your man is always like m this masculine energy. Like I've got it. Like I'm, you know, there's something about when a man is like needs you and it's just like, so relieved and like just doesn't want to let go and it's just like i missed you so much like he has just been in an, a, like a shackleton expedition in the arctic <laughs> like and he was just like just a and he hasn't been around women like there's been no feminine energy like and so he was like just so holding on to me so tight and then we finally like we have to, then the, the security guard immediately comes in and is like get out of here you know like got, you guys gotta get oh. out and I'm like he's my boyfriend I don't work here and he's like well you do now and he sends me hands me a W9 and so then I yeah. go out and um, it's so sweet like I thought instantly Chris would be like you know oh my god you got it like because he was very excited for me to meet all of his friends and, and two of those friends I had not met before. It was, uh, I knew Vaughn, I knew um, Hamish, and then it was John, and then this other guy, Guppy. And I didn't know those guys. And he was he's always been very excited for me to meet him. So I thought it was just like, gonna be me coming back to the table. The guys are already in this VIP section, like throngs of strippers in there because these guys are so hot and clearly have money. They're in a VIP section. There's like all the strippers in the club are in this VIP section. And Chris is just like, we're just in this, like outside the room. And he just like takes me to the corner and is just like, I can't believe you're here. And just, he just is like, let's, should we, let's just leave. Let's just go. And he's just like, what? And I'm like, wait, I thought we were going to like hang out for you. He's like, okay, yeah. And then he's like kissing me. And I'm just like so ob obsessed with the rules of this place of like, you can't kiss, you can't touch. And I'm dressed <laughs> like a stripper that I keep kind of making the kisses short, like kind of like. You know, just kind of like, okay, like, we're done here. You're like, do you have $2,000 yeah. <laughs> to Chris? <laughs> I know a room. I got a room. <laughs> and uh, that's so funny. And, and so Wait, he so, goes, do you not want to kiss yeah. me? And I was like, no, there's rules here. Babe. Like, I'm paranoid about the rules. He was like, this is so, <laughs> so, it was just, so then I go, we are just like in this corner for like 10 minutes, just like, you know, he is just so happy to see me. It is so freaking cute. I am loving every second of it. And then we go back and we, you know, have to chat up the strippers. And like, here's one thing I learned about strippers. So and when I meet all of his friends. It was so fun to see all those guys. And um, and they are just like, you know, birthday schmirthday. They are just so focused on like, you know, just having a good time. And they're being, they're so respectful. This is not debaucherous at all. I want to make that very clear. Like these guys are all like the sweetest, like, and they have families and they're just being respectful. These girls are just like, it's like they're all doing a podcast. These girls, they're just like talking to them and these girls are very, <laughs> I realized 
I am one of the best people when it comes to small talk. I am truly a, you know, when you do radio for a really long time and you interview people and you sometimes interview duds and you like, you have to be good at keeping conversation going. I can pretty much do it with anyone. When I was waiting for Chris to show up and biding my time with these strippers at the table, I felt like, oh, these girls are so bored. They don't want to talk to me. Like I have no, I have money for them, but I've already paid them and they know it's like a flat rate. They're not going to like juice me up and get more. I'm not like there for them. They are, strippers are the best at small talk ever, ever. Because it's all they do. They had the best little lines to like, I was studying them of just how they keep conversation going. I go back over to this section with the VIP section they're chatting up these guys and just and they're so excited about me being there with Chris and they're introducing themselves and they're they're just but it is so transactional. I mean, the next day the guys left shortly after the the we left right away like t- 5 minutes later. We left and we're like we're going to go back to our private room at the hotel. And um the guys <laughs> we we met them up with them the next day and got the scoop of what happened. They Did stayed like 10 minutes longer on the way to the hotel. Yeah, I, I kept on my I kept yeah. on my outfit. I yeah. kept on my yeah. wig. Like I walked out on the street like I was getting off work. It was so fun. Nice. I was and we get back to the hotel by the way, and I'm in a pink wig there. This is a really nice hotel. It's the Cadogan. If you know um anything about London, it's where Oscar Wilde was like uh, arrested. It's like very famous. It's in this nice part of town. So I walk into the Cadogan um there's like a couple outside like smoking this like rich couple that's like you know on vacation and uh, chris and i get out of this like sleek uber you know and i'm in a wig with platform leopard print heels on that i wore on (laughs) jimmy kimmel but like with my outfit they looked insane i'm wearing this really tiny skirt a crop top with like dangly things and um and i and he goes you know that they think you're a prostitute and i go oh my god yes and i go so do you do this often to Chris like loudly in the lobby? <laughs> and I'm like, I've been here before. This is a nice place. What floor are you on? Like, I'm just like playing it up. It was so fun. But um, <laughs> we found out the next day that these girls who were so nice and I was like, oh my God, we're leaving these guys with these girls and they are going to have the best night because these girls are like so down. They're like, oh my God, they know each other's names. They're all getting along. They said as soon as the guys went to like, the like they were... Um, they, you know, they pay these girls well because they, you know, wanted to treat them like, you know, they're working. So they paid them for the conversation to hang. And um, Hamish was talking about on the way out. He was just like, the girls were like, well, we'll walk you out, you know, and he's walking and the girls like kind of like the girls are like behind him a little bit. He's walking ahead and he's like, thank you so much for like figuring out this surprise. It was such a great night. You guys really put in all the effort. And he said, by the time he got to, he had been talking to himself for like a minute and a half because as soon as the money stopped, they peeled <laughs> yeah, off. And it was later. like, it went, it's so transactional. It's so fucking interesting. Um, that's my strip club story. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back with more because I got to uh, change out this power cord. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Oh my God, you guys, I'm so excited that Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast because they have like all of my favorite clips on Instagram Reels. I'm constantly discovering new comedians from these clips. And I always like, how do you even go to these shows? Where are they happening? Well, now I know because I have the information right here. You can go to one of these shows. Don't Tell Comedy are putting on the coolest comedy shows in the country. This isn't like a comedy club. This isn't a theater. These are small, unique venues like on rooftops, backyards, art galleries. If you're looking for a fun night out in your town, which it's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in LA and now they're all over the country, 150 cities in Canada, the US and the UK. Don't Tell Comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do. You're going to see amazing new comedians. You're going to see pop-ins from famous comedians. You've seen the clips online. Be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me, guys. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com and then use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. 20% off. That's freaking good. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother – All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, A military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're back, and um, we have actually a special guest. He's back, and better than ever. It is birthday boy. He's 41, and tons he's fresh. Then what? 41 and, and tons of fun. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> that's, that's Happy birthday. Exactly. Good. Thanks, buddy. Um, uh, Chris Convy is here. Um, he's been a guest on the show many times before. So I just told the entire story of the surprise all the way to us leaving, all the way to us recapping with the guys the next day. I mean, everything. Um, can we just get, I guess, um, Noah, Andrew, do you have any specific questions for him? Because I, I, I'm just guessing from a perspective of someone who just heard the story, what, what gaps you would like filled in from Chris. Was there any... For, uh, inclination on or any knowing that she was going to come or were you was this a million percent a surprise i know million, she set it up very well but yeah million million percent surprise because she'd sent me a picture i mean that that sort of thing you know in your in your body and in your heart where all your friends and family are like you, it's not like on the top of your mind but you i know where nikki is you know like i knew where everybody is and you know, they weren't in London. You know, the only guys in London were the were the the slices of heaven, the guys I was with. And first of all, also to pull off a surprise of I've I've done things like this before. It's no easy task. Yeah. And to to coordinate with a strip with a strip club. <laughs> I mean, it's a land of lawlessness. <laughs> so true. So it, oh, it is it is lawless. So the amount of work that people had to do while like Nikki's pre- preparing for surgery, and then you know I've got these guys that are like doing heavy relaxing or wild or like insane cycling in like weird conditions. So I'm just so appreciative that everybody, you know, did everything they did to pull this off. And I was absolutely just, it was just one of the most shocking moments of my entire life. Um, I was talking about um, how you were in the room with the girls and just because it's a lap dance that doesn't, get there's no lap being it's pretty much they're just doing a dance recital for you from a distance and how you even said afterwards i i was alarmed that hamish hadn't written me back i thought it was delayed so when i realized that you had been in that room trying to make small talk and just being polite to these women dancing when there's no interaction there's everything that's fun about a lap dance was not a part of that like can you just say like what was going on in the room and like you were making you were just like being polite to the girls you almost (laughs) yeah i was I was talking. I was just talking to them about their lives, like asking them where they were from, <laughs> while they're just, you know, like dancing and doing the same moves. And it was, you know, it was once a song ended, I was like, okay, great. You know, the guys bought me. You know, they bought me this thing. I've done what what you know what you're supposed to do when your friends ask you to do, tell you you have to do this thing. I went to the room and I was like, okay, great. And then another song started, and I was like, I don't know if I can do this because you're just sitting there, and these three women—they're so sweet, Crystal, Holly, and Camila. Camila, yes, I said Cassandra, yes. Camila's from Spain. Yes, yeah, and and then the other. When uh, when I came in the room, and then right after you were like, it's so funny because I was about to tell them. I was because we were talking. I was like, you know, they're like, "Where are you from?" And I was like, "Do you know where Nelly is from?" So like, Nelly is like my benchmark for everything. When people, because nobody knows what St. Louis is. I mean, from they're in London. They're from Camille's from Spain. Like, I'm just like, "Do you know Nelly?" They're like, "Yeah." And 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 it's harder as people get get younger (laughs) now. And so I always am like, "Do you know Nelly?" You know that song, you know, "Hot in Here" and all these things. And they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah." yeah." I'm like, "I'm I'm from where that guy's from." They're like, "Oh, really? Cool." And then I start talking to them about like where they're from and all these things. And I am like moments away from from being like, uh, hey, I'm going to be back. <laughs> I'm going to be back here. Am I allowed to say yeah, this? Yeah. I'm going to be back here next year uh, with my girlfriend. <laughs> you guys should come to her show. <laughs> she would really <laughs> like you guys. <laughs> like I'm 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 on the cusp of saying that. And Holly like leaves. And I'm like, oh, okay. So this is winding down, and you know, stuff like that. And they're like, um, what? They said like, 
oh, should we should we come to St. Louis sometime? I'm like, oh yeah, well, you you would love my, my my family and friends would love you guys. You know, you'd be you'd be great. And then Holly Holly comes back in, and just your sweetness when I hear through the room, like, where'd you go? Like you were just you know, you'll take anything you can get to create conversation. And the fact that this girl left and then came back, like I just hear, I know Chris so well that I know he is just trying to come up. Like, oh, the fact that she left and came back—that's a, a thing to comment on. That isn't their boobs in yes. front of him. So he's just like, oh, where'd you go? So you're back. You're just taking off like that. Like he just made some kind of comment. And then that's when I came in. Yeah. And then, I mean, I was giving him compliments too. I was like, you yeah. guys are great. Your boyfriends must be, you know, very proud. Like, you know, you're just like, Aww. you're just trying to be really, so really supportive. sweet. Your father's not so much. <laughs> They're like, do you want to just- do blow off our ass and shut up? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like, can and you like, just stop? The other thing is like, you know, I'm 40, I'm 40, I just turned 41 that day. And you, some of these people are too, are too young to be, like, they're just too young for me. And so you're just like, just trying to be so, like complimentary and nice. Yes. And respectful. And respectful, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I always think you're of just patting them on the top of the head and giving them a, like a mint. You're like, yeah, oh, you're doing good. As soon as he turned uh, the strike of 41 at midnight, you get Werther's originals that just materialize yeah. in your uh, cat, your coat pocket. <laughs> and none of these girls were like, seemed like like these transactional, like they, they, they just seemed like sweet girls that yeah. were like, you know, they had a job to do and it was entertain me for unfortunately like seven minutes or something. <laughs> yeah, it was so long. Part of me um, thinks it's like the accent. Like, cause it's so, we just think they could re- like, if you, if I hear that accent, you're smarter than me right away. Yeah. So if it's a stripper with a very like posh English accent, I think there's no way she's taking off I her clothes for money. That. What like, do people in London, do they think any accent sounds smarter than them? Because to us, <laughs> it is like not this, I don't the know. top. I've got Holly's number. We should call her. It's <laughs> <laughs> 34, 26, 22. Yeah, she's coming to the shows in May. We really should get Crystal, Holly, and Camilla we to come. We gotta go the back there. I doubt they'll all still be working there because they're probably murdered by then. But um, it was a nefarious <laughs> place. But no, they'll probably still be. We gotta go back to Platinum Lace. If you are in London, what what was that part of town? I think it was Piccadilly Circus. Yeah, Piccadilly Circus. Uh, <laughs> Platinum Lace on um, in in Piccadilly Circus was the place to go, and it was really nice. But it, I just don't understand. Will you explain to me the appeal of getting a lap dance when you can't be touched? Like, what is the difference between a stage? I guess it's personal. They're looking you in. The, there's eye contact. I've never I've never been a part of that situation where. What would be the purpose? There's private rooms everywhere, and n- nothing. I mean, yeah. for nothing. Like it was, you know, for like. For like two minutes, you're like, oh, this is cool. There's like a, a variety of nice people to hang out with. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> but then, you know, that novelty wears off pretty quickly. And, you know, it's, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't seem like the most exciting thing to happen for more than two minutes. And I told them that when we were walking back in the hotel, they were like, you were like, they think you're a prostitute. And I was like, do you do this often? <laughs> Seth? I should have done it my accent that I was practicing. There was hints of Julia Roberts, like from Pretty Woman, yes. going back into that hotel. That there totally was. That was kind of like the outfit, the, the crop showing, outfit. and then the pink 
The pink yeah. hair? Yeah. She wouldn't kiss you on the mouth? That's not going anywhere. Yeah. I wouldn't kiss you on the mouth. <laughs> that's just because I hadn't brushed my teeth in a while. Um, well, now so we're in Julia. Boston. Chris and I um, spent all day in London yesterday. Not all day. We slept till one. And then we went around London. London town. I had to go get a COVID test. I went to Starbucks. Then we went to McDonald's. We had a really <laughs> great British day. We walked into the place where Nikki was getting, you know, it's a really cold, like medical type place where, where Nikki got her COVID test. <laughs> she was like... B- behold London town <laughs> it was the only thing we had done in London together was to go get Nikki's COVID test I was like I love seeing the sights London yeah. I was like oh look Big Ben and it was just a clock on the wall in this sad medical office Big Ben um, is just a guy giving you the shot <laughs> guy named benjamin um it was yeah and, and i got to it was my first time in london i saw bug we went to buckingham palace we scooped by there um we uh, we just had a, a really great day and then the best part of it all was just um you know i'm so used to just traveling alone and if i haven't traveled alone it's always been with andrew andrew and i are very good travel companions like we kind of like talk when we need to we sit separately when we don't need to i never <laughs> like traveling with someone like sitting next to them like Andrew and I always sit separately on the plane. Like, I just don't want an expectation we have to talk. I have to say, I love traveling with you, my baby Chris. Um, high five <laughs> on that. <laughs> hey, my baby Chris. My little He's 41 boy, now, Nikki. Yeah. He's a grown my man. Big, my big Thank Ben. Um, he is. Sea it was World. just so fun because last, yesterday, SeaWorld, you get it, Noah. He. I was in a little bit of a mood because we got stuck in terrible traffic. Um, I thought we were going to miss our flight. I was like, this is all going to get fucked up. And then, you know, I think the best couples, when someone gets anxious, the other person smooths it out. And when the other person's anxious, the other person's smooth. And um, yeah, Chris just like kept it together. There were some slow people at the airport checking our bags and they wouldn't get out of the way. They're just like lingering. You know when you get your bags che- like checked in, yeah, you get out and there's of there. a long line that these people have just waited in and been. They were just as nervous about making their flight, and then they get up to the counter and they take their time, and then they get their bags checked, and the bags go in, and the woman They're has safe. lugged them behind yeah. the counter, and then they just stand there and they go and they start pointing like, and then if I go this way, and then and then they show them their <laughs> ticket again and go. So the ticket on this, they just find shit to ask that they could literally figure out anywhere else from like a guy at a kiosk, and they but. People love doing this. They and I am enraged. There's these people in front of us that are just taking their time, and so I rudely am like, "Oh, just take your time." I said it loudly, and Chris goes, "We don't need to do that." Like it was a quick like, "No," and I go, "But they're just." And it was just such a moment of like, I was embarrassed because it was like the worst part of me that just likes to like say a little like cutting thing behind someone so that they can hear it. But if they were to confront me, I'd immediately be like, "I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that." But Chris was just like. We don't need to do that. And then Chris is the loveliest person to the woman helping us and so much so that she like makes it extra special for us to go through. Like it was just good to have you there to offset my, you know. Yeah, it was, a straight, it, was it was supposed to take us a half hour to get to the airport and then we, it took us two and Nikki's obviously got this surgery coming up. So obviously Nikki's stressed because she wants to make the flight and any little error at this point, it's like. The, our whole plan becomes unraveled and then it's this whole issue of getting flights rebooked and staying in London and all these things. So I understand why you felt that way, but it was like, I also have this thing when I'm uh, abroad where I want, yes. I if I do something like unbecoming or untoward, I say, oh man, I can't wait to get back to uh, Canada. Qu- Canada to eat some syrup. <laughs> and so I'll, if I ever do anything- You save America's face? 
Yeah. Yeah. So, so like, like if I'm <laughs> if I'm walking on the wrong side of the sidewalk and I almost run into somebody, I was like, oh, you know, sorry, you know, that's yeah, not how yeah, we do it yeah. in Toronto. Yeah. And so I'm always blaming things on Canada. But but when when people have your passport, you know where Nickelback's from. Yeah, they know you're American. You just oh, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a good point. Your passport was there, and um, I will say the people that I go, yeah, take your time. They did have someone in a wheelchair with them, so that was like. But the wheelchair no guy was out of the way already. It yeah. was that was. Um, so I did feel, and I like to give people in wheelchairs the same respect that I give everyone else. Like I'll definitely None. hold. <laughs> yeah. I I don't like when people are a little bit more babyish with people in wheelchairs or people who are handicapped. I understand giving them space and like letting like holding doors for them, helping them and reaching a shelf. Like I will go out of my way to do things that they literally can't do. But I'm not going to act like people in wheelchairs aren't still like assholes. And this person wasn't an asshole. It was the people that were with them. But I think that because they had a person in a wheelchair with them, they got to like be extra like we need more space, even though they didn't. The person in the wheelchair did, was already on the go. And I just You're like, say, I have a 41-year-old man I have to carry around. You don't see me <laughs> acting like an boy. asshole. I have my little baby Chris. <laughs> yeah, yeah little one baby. Of those Carlos <laughs> carriers. <laughs> my baby Bjorn. Um, okay, so that was our, our episode about my surprise. Any other final thoughts about the, the Supreze? Well, just how thankful I am to you. And Hamish is like the funniest person alive. And he, and also like the kindest, like like most thoughtful he planned this whole trip and then the fact that you two teamed up to do something so extraordinary was just i'm so appreciative of it and i'm just so it was just one of the greatest things that's ever happened and shout out to vaughn for making it possible too and shout out to john for paying 200 dollars that he didn't let me uh reimburse him for of the lap dance and then um to hato no thank you no. no, no, Hato actually found the strip club, and so shout out to Hato for that. Thank you so much. And like everyone was just on board and and gave us space. They weren't trying to make it about them. Like we left, we didn't even have to say goodbye to them. Like it was just a special night for us. And um, and also thank you to London and Holly and Cassandra and I mean uh, Camilla and um and and Crystal and um also I don't know. This is the problem though, they were babe. So nice to me is that I don't know how to top it like last year i did a really good gift the problem with chris is, is that people go next year well oh. yeah <laughs> well last year <laughs> i always i throughout our relationship have tried to buy you gifts like shirts and like bags and stuff like that i have never once bought you a tangible item that you have like used and actually used in your life i think one time i bought you backpacks from like ravenscraft or like ravensfjord or whatever and it was like a backpack i knew you wanted so i nailed it but every other present has been a fail not because he's mean or anything it's just sometimes you just don't get it right and or the sizing right and i was looking at shirts to buy you i was looking at all these things and this was already when i had the surprise planned i am giving up on tangible gifts for you it's all going to be either old conan sketch people surprising you that was uh, the birthday present last yeah. year or it's going to be me but i'm um, it's it's always got to be a gift for you because my friends on the D WhatsApp chat were like, "Oh my God, you're such a good girlfriend. You do the best prices." And I go, "If I could buy him a shirt, I would, but I can't." So that's that's why this, this has <laughs> to happen. That's why you fly twelve hours. Yeah. Well, I, the, the last thing I would like to do, if while I'm on the show, is give you a very public thank you because it was the greatest gift in the world. I I needed you so bad, and I wanted oh. you to be there so badly, and I wanted you to meet those guys. Like you know, like you met Hamish; he's like the greatest <laughs> man alive. But but Guppy and John were so great, and I I wanted that moment, and you heard me say that weeks and weeks and weeks ago, and you made it happen, and you 
you brought me <laughs> nikki showed up i didn't have a flight home i didn't know what i was gonna do so nikki like showed up and just t- brought me home she paid for my flight home got me seated next to her and it was just i don't know it was really special and cool and he's the best and we watched licorice pizza and we hated it oh. <laughs> don't see it it's Dude, overrated really bad great performances a lot of cool looking things amazing performances <laughs> philip seymour hoffman's son definitely oh. an amazing um he is going to be a tour de force i'm using that word a lot um also uh, alana heim alana heim is the lead amazing actress <laughs> so good. filled with amazing oh. actors shot beautifully paul, paul thomas anderson beautifully right. directed film but the plot was a waste of my time well, a waste of our lives it didn't make any sense it brought us closer <laughs> as a couple oh, we hated it and also there's a pedophilic uh, relationship that no one really comments on mm. throughout the whole thing between and i'm confused it felt and like Hill. a similar story between me and crystal <laughs> <laughs> hey, that, that's, that's her real was, name that's why we didn't like it it was too raw for us um all right so that's the show can i yeah. say one thing i had it was my birthday the other day and i had besties reach out to me to say happy birthday and it was so cool you know because i've only been on the show a few times to have those people reach out and say something so nice so thank you Aww. to andrew noah and nikki for having such cool amazing people in their lives that they reached out to me to say happy birthday so thank so you yeah. they, you're part of the show now and they love you and happy birthday um, brother happy birthday happy thanks birthday. dog great to see you too good to see all you all right well that's the show thank you guys very much um we will be back next week with another show and um hang tight while i'm recovering and we might have some special stuff planned for you as I uh, learn how to type. Um, We'll see and uh, can't wait. Stay tuned. Stay with us. Keep subscribing and love you guys so much. Uh, Don't be cool. And Jack. Jack. London. Post. Post. Jack Post. Post. Follow him on Instagram. He's a friend of ours. Jack Post. Great posting. Yeah, he's killing it. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest 
to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robey. And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.